Hello Church of Pinelands, my name's Hilary. I'm from the Baptist Church and I serve as the elder for the Explore congregation. On behalf of the Pinelands Pastors Network, I'll be leading you through the first guided prayer of the 10 days of prayer this year. Our theme this year is Roar Resurrection. And we have chosen to do the 10 days of prayer differently this year because this year is different. So I invite you to take this recording and to use it to enhance your walk with God. I invite you to pause the recording where you need to, to stop and be silent, to stop and worship, to stop and journal, to stop and read the suggested scripture portions, or maybe even to paint what comes to mind. But before we start, I would like to invite you to collect a few items. Your Bible, a journal or piece of paper, a pen, and then to go to your music service provider or YouTube and find the following songs. The old hymn, Thine Be the Glory, in the traditional format, or a different rendering of it by Rent Collective. The song, What a Beautiful Name, by Hillsong Worship. The old hymn, Crown Him with Many Crowns, or a medley of Crown Him with Many Crowns, by Travis Cottrell. I suggest that you start this time by listening to one of these worship songs. Perhaps you'd like to take your prayer position, get yourself comfortable. Let's be still and know that our Father is God. Let's pause in his presence. Come, Holy Spirit, won't you lead us out as we pray today? We bless your name, Lord Jesus, that you are the resurrected King of kings and Lord of lords. You didn't stay dead. I was interested in my readings this Easter to notice that when the angels said to Mary, why are you looking for the living amongst the dead? The margin said, why are you looking for life in a tomb? And Jesus, we want to say thank you that you are the way, the truth, and the life. You are life. And today we praise you that the grave could not hold you. But we want to say thank you that we have the privilege of hosting your presence because we were made and we were designed to host the presence of God. So come Holy Spirit and release your presence more intimately for each of us today as we spend time in your presence. Deuteronomy 33 verse 12 is one of my favorite verses. It's the Benjamin blessing, and it reminds us that we, the beloved of the Lord, his sons and daughters, are invited to come and rest our heads between his shoulders. Ephesians 2 reminds us that our position as sons and daughters is seated with Jesus in the heavenlies, and that's the position we take spiritually, as we come to pray. 
seated with our Father. Today is Ascension Day, and I'd like to remind you of what happened in heaven after Jesus was ascended and disappeared into the clouds from the sight of the disciples. And I'd like to read to you from Philippians chapter 2, verse 9. Therefore God elevated him, or exalted him, to the place of highest honour, and gave him the name above all other names, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Jesus what a beautiful name. We worship you, Jesus, the one who's been crowned King of Kings and Lord of Lords. We bless your beautiful name. The psalm that reminds me of Ascension is Psalm 24. I'd like to read from Psalm 24 in the Passion Translation. From verse 3. Who then ascends into the presence of the Lord? And who has the privilege of entering into God's holy place? Those who are clean, whose works and ways are clean, whose hearts are pure and sealed by the truth, those who never deceive, those whose words are sure. And in another translation it says, those who never tell lies. And when we listen to this we go, oops, that's not me. I'm not good enough. I don't make the grade. But the old hymn reminds us there was no other good enough to pay the price of sin. He only could unlock the gate of heaven and let us in. And John 10 reminds us that Jesus, the good shepherd, is the gate. And it's through his blood that we come and we receive forgiveness. So let's come to the cross of Jesus and bring our not-good-enough feelings and emotions to the cross. Colossians 2 verse 14 says, He cancelled the record of the charges against us and took it away by nailing it to the cross. So we come to Jesus and we come and we bring to the cross those things that are holding us back from climbing up onto Father God's lap and being in close relationship with him. So maybe you want to pause the recording and just nail to the cross your fear, your anxiety, your feelings of being not good enough, your feelings of failure, the places where you have been wounded, your feelings of shame, your feelings of being bowed down and bound up. Come to the cross. Now that you've nailed those things to the cross, Let's break agreements that we've made with them, which binds us to them. Agreements that we're aware of, and agreements that may have been made subconsciously. And let's repent, change our thinking about these things in Jesus' name. And let's ask Jesus to forgive us for making those bad choices out of our wounding to forgive us for our sins, forgive us for our bad behavior. 
and then receive his forgiveness. Because Jesus says in 1 John 1 verse 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So quietly receive his justification. He's making us just as if I'd never sinned. And then ask Father God, Father God, how do you want me to live differently from now on? Just listen, pause the recording, and write in your journal what you hear. 1 Timothy chapter 2 verse 1 to 3 says, I urge then, first of all, that petitions, prayers, and intercession, and thanksgiving be made for all people, for kings, or presidents, and all those in authority, that we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. This is good and pleases God our Saviour. So today let's turn our attention to praying for the needs of our nation and of our world. Again, I suggest you pause the recording and mention names and people and places that you know at the appropriate places. Firstly, let's pray for President Ramaphosa, his cabinet and his advisors, for people advising him about COVID-19, and we bless them with boldness, with courage as they weigh up the issues, and we bless them with wisdom and insight. We pray to you for provincial, municipal, city, and community leaders, as well as church leaders. Secondly, we pray for essential services, especially the police and the army. We ask God that they would hear you clearly so that they are in the place, the right place, at the right time to protect the vulnerable and needy. Thirdly, we pray for the economy. We pray for small and medium business owners, for informal traders. We bless them to be covert appliant and we bless them with a fresh approach to doing business in this new era. Number four, we pray for the indigent, for those who have lost their jobs, for those who can't work at this time, for the frustration that they feel, for those without any income and who are in financial difficulty. Maybe you want to just mention those, their names to God. Thank you, Lord, for the work of the community action networks, especially the Pinelands Camp and the way that that Pinelands has been able to bless the neighbouring communities. Thank you too for the work of Lorato's Hope and the ministry that they're doing in feeding so many people in, in the greater Cape Town area. Number five, we pray for the healthcare workers. We bless them as they deal with their own fears and issues. With strength, with courage, we bless them with divine health. And we thank you, God, for them. Just mention some of their names before God now. And number six, we pray for the elderly and the vulnerable, those whose health is compromised and the frail. We bless the staff who are working in the seniors' homes in Pinelands and ask that you would bless them with kindness and with care as they work under pressure. 
then number seven, we pray for our schools, for the children, for the teachers, and for parents as our children start returning to school. Psalm 24 ends with a call to the living gateways to wake up. Jesus is the gate, but we, his representatives here on earth, are also his living gateways. Let's ask Holy Spirit, how do you want me to be a gateway for your presence today? And as we pray for the group of people that we've missed out on, the lonely and the isolated, maybe you'd like to ask Holy Spirit, how do you want me to reach out to someone who is lonely and isolated today? Who do you want me to WhatsApp? Who do you want me to do the shopping for today? Won't you show me how I can be a living gateway of your presence today? Journal what you hear. And lastly, we want to pray for a containment of the coronavirus. Corona means crowned. But on Ascension Day, we remember that Jesus has been crowned. King of kings and Lord of lords, and every knee shall bow before Jesus. And so we say in the name of Jesus, coronavirus, you must bow. Our Lord, the King of glory, is the one who's coming through our living gateways as we love and live in our community. And you ask, who is the King of glory? He is the Lord of victory, armed and ready for battle. The mighty one, the invincible commander of heaven's hosts. Yes, he is the king of glory. He is the one we worship today. And we bless his name that the battle belongs to God. And Jesus, we choose today to leave this battle in your hands and to walk in your peace and to be your hands and feet in our world. Amen.